Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. You know what's great about me? Your humility? No, it's when I'm me. Here she is, world! No more opening act gigs. What? I will only do gigs where I can say what I want. That's what Lenny would do. <laughs> That's different. He's Lenny Bruce. Well, then make me Lenny Bruce. Make me a headliner. How am I supposed to do that if I can't even book you? I don't know. You're my manager. Manage me. That's not how the business works. Then let's change the business. There you go. That's uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 4 uh, now available on Amazon Prime. Serena Bellissimo joins us. Good afternoon, Serena. Hey, Sean. How much do you know about Mrs. Maisel? Have you ever I, seen? She's a comedian. I watched one or two episodes. I didn't get the central premise in that I didn't think she was particularly funny. Okay, well, it gets better as it goes along. And I know a lot of people get upset at me when I say this. You know, you shouldn't have to invest three or four episodes in a TV show before it's really, really good. But sometimes you should invest three or four episodes, especially with Mrs. Maisel, because you have to get used to her as a character because she can be a little bit annoying to begin with at the very beginning. But she's come on such a journey. We're four seasons in. For anyone who doesn't know what this show is about, the original premise was that, you know, it's set in the 1960s, New York City, You so you know it's going to look absolutely stunning on screen. But what it's about is this woman who is living the dream life, or so she's led to believe. She's living in up the Upper East Side with her husband, has two kids, is a housewife, is trying to get her husband's career um, in comedy going. But really, it's, her, it's she. She's the funny one, not really him. Anyway, this ends up you know, dividing the two and he ends up telling her that he's having an affair and he walks out on their marriage. And this is when she goes, what am I going to do? And she becomes an accidental comedy star. Now we're four seasons in and it has, it's sort of coming full circle now and it's not just about Mrs. Maisel, which I absolutely love. Like I love her story. I love that she's still trying to, you know, break down stereotypes, break down boundaries but it's also about some of the other side characters and it's funny and it it goes for anywhere between 45 minutes to 76 minutes those 76 minute episodes you don't even feel flying by it's really really good I really think you should give it another go Sean right but I have to start at the the beginning all over again oh I'm tired already I want to go for a uh, nap now (laughs) but you know it's not like you know Grey's Anatomy where you're going back 20 seasons and there's about 20 <laughs> ah, yeah but you could watch any episode of Grey's Anatomy and you wouldn't be lost you know yeah true <laughs> I, I will give you that but look this is only like I was really devastated to find out that last night we'd inadvertently came to the end of Mrs. Maisel because what I love what Prime have been doing you know I love my binge but what I found that by not releasing all of the see all of the new season at the same time, you can actually take a breath from the show and then you can walk back. So what Amazon Prime did was they released they started with like releasing this on the eighteenth of February and they were releasing two episodes a week. So for the last four weeks, we've received in total eight episodes. Oh. And inadvertently, last night we watched the final episode of this season and I'm not ready for it to end. Um, but it's done so, so well. And as I said, it's not just about Midge this season. It's also about her parents. Did you ever used to watch Monk, M-O-N-K? Yeah, with, yeah, um, I know the Tony show. Shalhoub. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He plays her dad. And anytime he's on screen, my husband and I just turn to each other and just get this giddiness about us 
he's fabulous in that. It's no longer just about um, Midge's story. You know, she was the one that was breaking boundaries for herself and the family were all just like, no, you can't be doing this. You're bringing shame on the family. And through her, they have sort of started to realise that, hold on a sec, we're not happy where we are either. And they're like, so we're hearing their story and we're seeing how they're breaking, breaking boundaries. And as I said, if you are a fan of fashion, of style, of New York, oh, my gosh, this is, it's stunning. Half the time you're watching this with your mouth agape going, oh, my God, how beautiful is what I'm seeing on screen. Yeah. Now, but it looks great. Has her, the central character, has her life changed that much over four episodes? Over four seasons, yeah. Over four seasons, yeah, I should say, yeah. Yeah, it has. It has. And I think um, these, so at the start, it was all about her being the housewife and how to, you know, break those shackles. And now, yeah, she's she's learning to stand up for herself and fend for herself um, with support as well from the family. But she realises that, you know, she needs to um, fend for herself and for her own two kids. And oh, I don't want to, no, I won't give it away. It was going to okay. be a spoiler. But no, it, it, it has. And there's like, there's other comedians that come in as well. And it's just, oh, there's so much to take from this. Can you tell I'm in love with this show? And it's not just me. Like a lot of people are going, ah, oh, she probably likes it because she's a girl. My husband was watching it and he was the one as well going last night. Oh, I'm done. I'm not ready for it to end. So next season apparently is the end. I think it is running its course. I don't think there's much more that they can probably tell us. Um, There is one storyline that they've sort of left open and the way it ends is just so beautiful that I I can't wait to see what they do with the final season. Okay. I should point out that Serena's husband, Brian, is a man's man as well. Uh, (laughs) He usually pumps iron when he's watching TV, uh, as far as I recall. Uh, Right. Uh, described like that. Yeah. Anyway, okay, on. and and do, do, the the like the deadbeat husband who walked out. Do, do you ever see him, or is he just gone? Yeah. No. So he's gone, and I never thought. You know, first season I couldn't stand him. So they've made us come to love him as well. Like he's gone on his own journey as well. He's opening a nightclub. He's in a new relationship. Um, it, it's just, it's really good. His parents are still in it. His parents are hilarious. They're New York Jews. They're just, it's just hilarious it's really really funny too and i think sometimes we need a bit of that right okay and it's interesting dropping two episodes at a time because uh, usually it's all of them or, or just one a week um yeah now it's um prime and um apple plus apple tv plus they seem to be doing this and actually disney plus as well are doing it where you know it's up to you whether you sit and you wait until the end of the four or five weeks like it's never a long wait so some people have chosen to wait and then binge it all in one go but what has become really popular is people are watching them as they're dropping so i think there's an appetite for yes we want we're so used to being able to binge but it is really nice Sean to sort of be able to step away and go oh okay this is what's happening rather than just go 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 because i know when i just go through and binge the whole thing I'm not really watching I just want to get to the end to see what Mm, happened so I'm not really appreciating what's happening if that makes sense yeah right our next show is pieces of her it's on Netflix here's a clip you ever have that thing where you think you know someone as well as you could possibly know anyone and then one day You were totally wrong. That was something, what your mom did. You don't have much time. You have to leave. You can't talk to anyone, okay? No calls, no texting, nothing. There are just some things you don't understand. 
Right, uh, that's pieces of her, uh, Tony Collette. So, bit of class there. Yeah, I I think whatever Tony Collette does is just even if it's a really bad film or a really bad piece of television, if she's in it, you know that she's going to be excellent. I'm not saying that this is really bad. Basically, she plays a mother who is living a double life, and um, her daughter finds out one day accidentally when they're in a cafe in a diner celebrating her 31st birthday. And um, an armed gunman walks in and there's shots fired and her daughter's actually a police uh, police officer, but it's her mum that saves the day. And then that sort of opens up this can of worms and there's this big mystery that lies ahead and we go and solve it. Now, as I said, I'm going to give you all the positive, Sean. Tony Collette, we all love her. I don't think she's in enough. I like an anytime I see Tony Collette on screen, she sort of reminds me of Kate Winslet. They have the same sort of qualities about them. And you know that when they're doing something, they're giving their all and they're emoting and it, it just it, it gets to your heart. Um she is teamed up with uh oh, I can't remember her name. Uh, Bella Heathcote, a coach, who's also an Australian actress, plays her daughter. She walks around half the time looking lost and confused, but that's what this character, you know, is all about. <laughs> She's trying to figure out what's going on. Apparently, Pieces of Her was a 2018 bestseller by uh, Karen Slaughter. Right. I'd never heard of it. But watching this, I was just going, wow, you know, we've had Jack Reacher, we've had John Wick, we've had Liam Neeson do Liam Neeson, but we've never really had the female version of that. And that's what I feel. Now, it's not as action-packed as that, but I feel that this is what, you know, maybe could have happened if this was a film. Right. I heard Paul Thomas Anderson, I know this is a TV slot, but if you want a podcast recommendation, there's the Smartless podcast that's hosted by um, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. And they interview stars and Paul Thomas Anderson was on it and they were saying to him, Paul, you know, you're really good at films but with your storytelling, would you not move to TV? And he said, look, while I love that, you know, streaming services out there are taking chances and producing great TV shows, I feel like we're also losing the art of a 90-minute and or two-hour film. You know, a lot of the series we're seeing on streaming services probably could have been told in 90 minutes to two hours. Mm. And I feel he could have been talking about this. Like, it's good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's good. It's 45 to 60-minute long episodes. There's eight episodes, but you're sitting there going, why is this eight episodes? It probably could have been three. It didn't need to be the eight episodes. I think this would have made a really good film franchise. Yeah. That's not what Films are too long, so it makes sense that TV shows or TV series uh, uh, could be too long as well. Right. Yeah. Our, our third show of the day is also on Netflix. It's Queer Eye Germany. Here's a clip. Queer Eye kommt endlich nach Deutschland. Wie geil ist das denn? Ich bin David, Influencer und Herrn Make-up-Artist. Kein Plan von Mode? Hier bin ich. Ich bin Jan Hendrik und ein bisschen Dandy. Dandy? Dandy. Ich bin Leni und ich habe richtig Bock, Leuten zu helfen, einfach glücklich zu werden. Ich bin Aljoscha, ich bin Ernährungsberater, Arzt und YouTuber. Right, uh, it's a credit too, which you don't have to speak German to know exactly what show that is. Exactly, isn't it? You know that that's Queer Eye, the German equivalent. You know, we've all come to love the new Fab Five from the US, but now they've gone, do you know what, we're going to Germany because the Fab Five from the US did go to Japan, but they went over to Japan. What they've decided to do now is start up a German leg of this and 
you know, it did take me a little while to get used to the new characters, but then what I loved is while you still have the beauty guy, the cultural person, the design person, fashion and nutrition and health, they're not trying to be the characters we've come to know and love from the US version. Mm. Like the US version, I think the reason why this works is, yes, they're all characters, they're all amazing, but at the end of the day, it is about the person they're trying to help. They, nev- they have never tried to make over the person. They've just tried to help the person out of the funk that they're feeling. You know, usually they're low on confidence. They, you know, they're, they're, they're shining a bit. They're not sh- shining. They're just very dull. And they're just trying to make them shine and be the person that, you know, they, they are already. And I think the reason why it works is that it is always those people. They are the stars of the show. And the Fab Five are there to facilitate them. And as usual, you'll laugh, you'll cry. It's a very heartwarming series. The only thing I will say about this is that I love Queer Eye um, and I do. I cry. doesn't matter what language I watch it in. I cry every time I watch. But I, I found that you really have to concentrate on this because you, you've got the subtitles on. So yeah. I try – usually when I watch Queer Eye, I'm doing something else and it might be on in the background. With this, you have to focus 100% because it doesn't work if you don't hear their voices, I think. I think you need to hear their voices and put it on with subtitles. Yeah, we were actually just saying that uh, earlier on in the show. You kind of – yeah, you can't do the double screening uh, thing anymore if it's got subtitles. You have to – No, which is good. It makes, it makes us focus. We've gotten so used to multitasking that sometimes I think it's good to sort of just go, you know what, for the next 50 minutes, I'm just going to focus on this yeah. and I'm just going to feel good watching it. And that's what you will. You'll, you'll actually feel good watching it. Yeah. When you say multitasking, you mean looking at nonsense on Instagram while watching the TV at the same time. Yeah, or if I've got my laptop on, you know, I'll be carrying the laptop around the house and folding washing and doing the cooking and doing this and doing that. My God, how many arms do you have, woman? Yeah, I know. I know, it's really bad. I think the pandemic has done this to us. We feel we have to do 100 things at the same time. So it was actually, Sean, it was really nice to sort of just sit down and just enjoy the, the show. Just in the old-fashioned sense. Serena, thanks a million. As ever, Serena Bellissimo there. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We'll take a break after that. Why do we procrastinate? Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.